Hi, this is Kylie, and you're listening to episode 33 of Fix Her Up. If this is the first time you're listening to me, thank you. I appreciate it. However, I do suggest that you go back to episode 32 because this is part two of that episode. So we tried to tape this yesterday, but um, we had a couple martinis and apparently I made them too well. (laughs) So we needed to stop and regroup. And right now we're just drinking White Claw. I'm having tangerine. What are you having? I'm having a watermelon one. Nice. Yeah. Yay. I've I've been kind of into watermelon this year. Me too. Yeah. I've always been. Have you? I'm not. I haven't oh. been like a big... I like watermelon, but it's not something I ever really buy. But lately, I've been buying it. It reminds me of my childhood. Oh, my, that's nice. Yeah, in our family, we would make what we call watermelon water. So we would take chunks of watermelon, oh. uh-huh. put it in a nice pitcher of cold water. And fill it up with vodka. No, oh. no vodka. I'm talking about being a child. Well, uh, I anyways, was doing that at like 12. Exactly. So, uh, and we would add a little bit of sugar and um, oh. it was great. On we did that with lemons. Day. We did oh, that okay. with lemons, yeah. water, and sugar. There you go. Lemonade. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what we did. That's how we would do it. Yeah. So watermelon. Love it. Okay. So if this is the first time you're listening, please go back and listen to the last episode because we are talking with my dear friend Rico about his book, Working It Out. A Spin Instructor's Guide to Creating Playlists for Efficiency in Your Work, Home, and Personal Life. So I'm going to jump right in and go to the next chapter that I wanted to focus on. And that would be chapter seven, which is entitled Components of a Ride. I took a ton of notes in this chapter with my little pencil and my highlighter. And Rico has it broken down very succinctly. I was thinking of ways that I apply the warm-up to my daily life. But why don't you talk about a little bit about the structure of the chapter? Okay. And then my comments will make a little bit more sense. Like, I'm, you know, I'm diving into warm-up and everyone's like, what the hell is the chapter about? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. So without giving too much away, basically most spin classes are anywhere from 45 to 50 minutes. And the spin class, like any fitness class, starts with a warm-up. This is you preparing to get ready for what the instructor has outlined with music, whether you're going to have hills, repeats, intervals, so on and so forth. So in the components of a ride, I start off with the warm-up, but all of it is interchangeable. For example, you can be out of saddle for an out of saddle, what we call a jog or a run. Okay. Or you could be in the saddle for a hill climb what we call a hill or a climb. And I'll give an example. So if you're at home and you're trying to clean around your house, you have two things you can do, right? There's the very tough hill, and that's usually something like cleaning out the fridge and scrubbing it down or cleaning the stove or getting to the nitty gritty of cleaning the um, bathroom tile and so on and so forth. Like really do the deep, deep, what I call a deep Polish clean. There you go, absolutely, deep clean. <laughs> and then there's the, for example, it's a, uh, it can be a light hill, you know, something where you just get it done fairly quickly. You dedicate 15 to 20 minutes a day, or you can do something which can also be a sprint. You know, it can be like something you do really quickly, like just clearing off the countertops, mm-hmm. going through the junk mail you receive, actual physical junk mail. You know what I mean? Yes. Things like that. Because you still get a lot of physical junk mail. Absolutely. Yes. So so I found myself going through it. And I think that I have the warm-up part down pretty well, as I've spoken about in different episodes. And also, I think I brought it up in the last episode with you, Rico. Before I start my day, 
I normally get up and I go to the beach. Okay. And it's my way of like connecting with nature and just chilling out. And then I go home and I either stretch and I stretch from between like five and 15 minutes or sometimes I'll actually stretch and then do back and hip exercises. There you go. I'm trying to apply all of my PT skills that I learned in physical therapy. Okay. Um, so then that sometimes that's a longer session. That's like almost 45 minutes of doing that. Wow. Um, but I'm doing that like four to five days a week. Okay. And it's the calmest part of my day. Which is nice. I love it. And, and honestly, like, it's kind of the only time I get outside, too. Yeah. Like, unless I have something specific to do after work. Like, right now, we're, you know, I'm done with work. We're sitting here taping this and everything. I'll make dinner after this. I'll um, hang out. I, I won't really go back outside. Yes. You know, so it'll be the only time I get outside today. So okay. I feel like at least I'm doing that. You know, yes. and I love it. And as far as work goes, I usually have a lot of things that I need to get done. And I'm, I'm usually making a list, especially if I'm really, really busy. And I live off those lists. Okay. You know, because I have so many different deals at different stages. It's basically like projects. Okay. You know, like different project managements. But I'll, I'll start my day by blowing through emails. And there's a lot of emails that I can read quickly. Okay. And delete. Okay. Like I get, I get updates that are automatic sent by other search engines and stuff like that. And it's a, it's a little trigger of a name. And so I'll look at it and I'll know within seconds if I need that or don't need it. And I can blow through all of those and about 99% I don't need. Okay. So I'll get like, I just took off Thursday and Friday of last week. So I had a ton of emails coming at me when I got in Tuesday morning, Yes. but I was able to like blow through all of it. I don't have to worry about it. And then if I can delete it, great. If I can't delete it, everything has got a subject line. So we put it like the project name in the subject line so then I can filter it. Yes. Into like the appropriate folders. Cause most of the time I'm just CC'd on the information and I don't need to do anything with it. Yes. And it doesn't usually pertain to the list for the day. Yes. You know, I'm just trying to get through it. And then I don't go back to email for a long time. When you say a long time, do you mean later that day? Yeah, I'll go back to it later that day. Um, but it's usually not for several hours, especially if I'm really busy. Um, and I mean, most of the time I get like the notifications in the corner. Okay. You know, which drives which me drive me crazy. Yes. Yes. I don't know how to turn it off. It's okay. in your settings. I can show you later. Yeah. Like it, it does. It drives me crazy. And most of my colleagues know that if I'm not answering an email quickly or something like that, like they need me to do something, they know to ping me on Teams. Okay. Otherwise, it might be a while until I look at that email. Okay. You know, especially if they're like, I just need this template to do something or whatever. And I can do that in five seconds, but I'm not going to look at that email for a while. Well, it's you know? an interruption to your day. It's a, it's a massive interruption. Yes. Absolutely. And I've got two email addresses for work. Wow. You know, and then I have two or three for home or whatever. I've got one for fixer up and then I've got a couple others. So I don't really read my emails, like my personal emails. I don't really read those as often as I probably should because I'm reading emails all day long. You know, like you're seeing it and everything, and I'm like, I'm not going to look at this. Like, I have it open, but I don't ever really get to it. But most people know just to text me or something like that, you know? Um, you have a section that really got me, like, thinking about it. It's like the personal warm-up section. Okay, yeah. And you talk about, like, things that you allow interruptions into your day, if I'm yes. not if, if I'm no, not mistaken. Right. Yeah. Okay, so I actually, like, found myself thinking about, like, whose phone calls do I take? Yes. 
or do I allow through? And it's generally like my dad, Ellen, my brother, my brother-in-law, my bestie, you, and you actually, I actually usually leave the desk area and like come and sit somewhere else. Nice. Yeah. Like it's nice. It's a nice little break. I'm honored. Yeah. Like I'll sit and, you know, and my dad calls me. He's like, oh, I'm on the way to the volunteer, blah, blah, blah. What'd you eat for dinner last night? You know, so it's not like a, but you and I are sitting and talking about something or collaborating on something. So I usually come and sit in the living room and give you like 15 minutes. Wow. Or, you know, like, but it's a break for me too. Which is you know? interesting because I do notice you're always available when I call, usually. And yes. if you're not, and that's why. I'll get a text immediately saying, can I call you later? I'm in a meeting. Yeah. So on and so forth. Yeah. Yes. And that, but that's why, you know, and it, I mean, it is very collaborative yes. conversations between us. Sure. And that is important to me. Yes. You know, yeah. so, um, and then also I, re- I wrote this in the book. I let my ex-husband come through. Wow. I know, and then I actually wrote it. (laughs) (laughs) I think I showed you this yesterday. It was in between martini number one and martini number two. Yeah, here it is. Uh, Ex-husband, question mark, question mark, underline, underline. Yes. And then, of course, my two bosses. I let them through, too. Yeah, so I don't know what that's about. So no, I don't. I don't know what that's about. So interesting. So let me get to the email first, and then we can talk about the personal, you know, priorities list, which I do talk about in the book. Setting standards, or you know, what's going to when you create your warm up, or I even talk about Anthony Anthony Bourdain when he talked about mise en place and yes. everything in its place. And I think when you clearly define who I'm going to accept the call from for personal reasons, so on and so forth, you prioritize. For me, it's prioritizing my kids, yeah. my partner, things like that. Specific people that come to mind. But I don't want to give it all away. But one thing I do want to say is, uh, well, let's start with the email. So your process is very similar to my process. Mm-hmm. But I take it a step further. So I actually edit the email. You can edit an email that was sent to you. You can edit the subject line. I don't know if you knew that. No, no. Oh yeah, it's it's a quick tool with Microsoft Office. You okay. Know, Outlook. Uh-huh. And uh, you click edit and then you can add to the subject line, whatever is the subject matter is. So let's say it's XYZ project. You can actually put that in the subject line and then it's easier to file, easier to search. If so it's a, what are you adding? Are you adding like priority two or something like no, that? No, no. Like I add the project name. Or if it's a member's oh. name I or their number, I add their member ID number. So okay. this way, if I ever need to you know, search my Outlook, I can quickly find anything with that member ID. And anyone I work with who reports to me, I have them do the same thing. But so the email process I write about, in the book is very similar to your process. So when you mm-hmm. read that, were you like, wow, I do this already? Or were you like, okay, he's talking a little bit more about it. I can possibly do this. I was just thinking like, this is how I do it. And it seems to be working for me. Okay. Because I don't get lost in my email. There you go. You know, which is, like, which is important. Right. And, and we do, um, especially at the office, the chairman is very, very particular about making sure the subject line has the deal name and then I have folders for every single deal that we're looking at and then I like cycle through those folders because if there's been no work or anything for 90 days I throw that into a a never closed folder 
Okay. For this year. And so I have, you know, 2023, never closed. And if it does close, then it goes somewhere else. So I'm cycling through those. Active and closed. Yes, I'm active, closed, or no longer relevant or whatever. So I'm trying to filter. I try to keep my inbox really, really minimal. It's not, I'm not going to lie, but I don't have thousands. Yes. Maybe I have, um, like, and then when I do have downtime, which is very rare lately, but usually around the end of the year, of the holidays and stuff, I'll have some downtime. Yes. I will go through my inbox and be like, do I need this email from 2017? It's no longer valid because it's a different world. Yes. You know, so then I just delete it. Yes. You know, and my deleted stuff, I recycle that every six months. I recycle out of it, yes. you know, and stuff like that. So I try to keep it, it daily. out gone. of your deleted. Oh, it's, it, yes. Like so you recycle your deleted. What if you had to go back to it for some reason? I don't. Right. I don't usually have to. I make quick decisions. I don't but, have to see it again. Yeah. Once I hit delete, it's automatic with Outlook. When I close Outlook, it's deleted. Wow. I really use technology to serve me. I really use technology to create efficiencies. That's good. So, you know what I mean? It's so, hard to do. Yeah. I put out, you know, if I see junk email come in, I immediately use the Outlook tool. And I add it to junk and I block junk. the sender. Yeah. The sender. I do that too. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, you know, and I'm very on about it. Yeah. Just... And, and we have a filter that's already set up. So I'll get an email in both of the um, email addresses that is like you have 20 emails that, emails that are queued and held back, you know, so then I'll check them. So I review it and then I just do that once a day okay. for both of them. First thing in the morning, once a day, once a day. And then I almost never have to let something through. Okay. Like it's almost never. But every once in a while, I'll get like somebody that I talk to all the time, all of a sudden got flagged and got stuck in there. They got blocked. They got blocked for some reason or something about whatever it was. Some tag within the email. Yeah, exactly. Some underlining code. Something. something. Yeah. Yeah. And it happens. Yeah. So I check check that like usually once a day and that's it. Okay. So, and then like my personal email is the same way. I'm not, I don't keep a bunch of stuff in there. I go through it and recycle and... You know, maybe I've got 20 emails from 2022 that I needed to hold on to for some reason that I didn't put into my individual folders. You You know, like, so yeah, I'm very, very clean and efficient about that stuff because that would, wouldn't drive me nuts. But then I'd be like, you know, I mean, I know people who have like thousands of unopened emails in their inboxes. Yes. Or on their phones. On their phones. And I'm like, how? What? One, look at all that storage. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like that's a lot, you know? And that just tells you a lot of those unopened emails aren't even necessary. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, and there are so many that aren't necessary. Yes. You know? Absolutely. (laughs) But yeah. So that's how I do like the warm up part. Okay. So I think I have that part, like, I I think I have a good handle on it. Okay. So I want to get back to then your priority list of who would you take phone calls from and you sort of like... Friends, I did. I did. And I'm not going to get into, but you know, so you know, I, I was listening to the podcast a bit of optimism, mm-hmm. and the host who was interviewing Maria Shriver. Okay. And, during, and this was during COVID. Oh yeah, and, that's what you had in the book. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I write it in the book, and I remember listening to the podcast, and they were walking outside, mm-hmm. and you could hear them walking and breathing heavy. So. Immediately, I was excited because it was very real to me. It seemed very casual. And as they were having their conversation, she ended up asking if he would hold 
for a moment so that she can grab her phone. Okay. And so you hear her in the background having this conversation mm -hmm. and she ends the conversation and she returns back to the host and she says, you know, I, I sort of contemplated on whether or not I should take that call because she can see the call coming in. Right. And she's like, but it was one of my kids and I want them to know. And I'm, you know, I'm, I'm just speaking from memory. Mm -hmm. So I'm not looking at my book. I'm just going to speak from memory. Um, so it's not an exact quote right now, but she said, I want them to know they're a priority. That at any time of day, I'm going to pick up their phone call because they're important to me. So that's how I am. Right. I have a priority list. I have a group of folks that I will always pick up their phone call, no matter what the situation. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Especially when it comes to my children, right? But I find that interesting that you have your list and I think we all have a list. Yeah. But sometimes I think uh, we don't hold the list sacred. You know what I mean? That sometimes some folks just let any interruption come in. You know, like you mentioned, and we could take it back to email. All of a sudden there's an interruption of a ding because you have a new email message or a new voicemail or a Teams chat message. Mm -hmm. And I think being able to get ahead of that and making decisions before that is the warm up and being able to say, okay, these are the people or these are the emails or these are the team's messages I'm not going to put on mute. Because I don't know if you knew that, you can put messages on mute. I didn't know that teams, either. You know, I like feel like you need to come messages. and help me. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and, and I make those decisions ahead of time. Uh -huh. I mentioned, you know, um, and you know this already, my text messages are completely 100% silence. I get no notifications that a text is coming through. So yeah. like when I mentioned earlier when I'm calling you, uh -huh. I actually have to open up when you don't answer to look to see the text message. No matter who it is, I uh -huh. have no messages come through. It's completely shut off. And it's because I don't want to be interrupted. You know, mm -hmm. I think a lot of times we live technology. Uh, kind of ruled the life. Yeah, yeah right? it comes at the forefront. I can't tell you how many times... I see pe folks they're at dinner and they're not even having a conversation. We've all heard this before. Yes, and we've, and we've and seen, we've seen it. it. And I've been in that situation. Situation. Yeah, and time is valuable. You know what I mean? I talk about time. Mm -hmm. You know how valuable it is. And if you're going to take the time to have dinner with someone, you should be having dinner. With right. That have a conversation. Or a coffee with that person, whatever it may be. And so I'm not technology. You know, I, I appreciate and love technology. So it's not that I'm against it. You're not like a luddite or anything like that. I'm sorry. You're not like a luddite where you don't <laughs> keep up with it and you're not doing it just because you don't want to do it. Exactly. Right. I, I'm just not. I'm just making decisions about it ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's good. Yeah, and so that's why the email part, when I talk about jumping in and looking at email a couple of times a day and running through it and getting back to the components of the ride, I talk about the sprint part of looking mm -hmm. at email. You know, going back to the email later during the day when you need not to focus on looking at reports or something that doesn't require so much of your attention mm -hmm. that you could go back and flush out even more emails. Yeah, you know and, yeah, and I I tend to do it like after I'm doing certain tasks. Like today I had a today I had to act immediately based on an email, and it was like I made the decision I I need to do this right now. Yes. And then um, I responded to the person who sent the email, and they happened to work for you know a government agency, and I responded to them right away. And then they actually called me, and I didn't know it was them calling, so I went to voicemail, and then I called her right back. Yes. And said, hey, this is where I'm at, you know, but is there, was there a change in policy? Because if there was a change in policy, then it changes 
a bunch of other stuff I'm working on. Yes. So please explain why you need this now. And then do I have to switch something later? You know, yes. and I'm like, I'm doing what you need now. But going forward, is there a difference? Yes. And and it was a 10 minute conversation. It, she was a very nice lady. Um, and then she just, I was like, okay, well, going forward, I might have to make the switch, you know, just yeah. in my own workflow. Yes. Um, but I happen to deal with that government agency all the time. So I had to, I was like, I need to do this. If that's what they say, I need it by noon. You will get it by 10. Yes. And then, then I can go on to the rest of my day. Absolutely. You know, so in between there, I was like, okay, now what, is there anything else in email that makes me move right now? Or can I just go back to my regular list that is four days behind <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, one day so. we should have uh, an episode, if you don't mind, on lists and productive lists, lists that actually help you. No, no, I don't mind. You. I'm all, I'm all about the, I'm, I like lists. I like checking things off. Yes. I like the physical, like. Yes. Or, you know, I make a lot of lists on the, the dry erase boards that are all over the house. And yes. then I'll just like erase that little line. I'm like, yeah. yes. Same here. Same yeah. Here and I don't do day. it in particular order. I just, I'll make a list for the weekend. Yes. You know, and then, but I have been making sure I try to bring in breaks yes. on that weekend list, which is actually the next part that I wanted to talk about, okay. about the book. Yes. Because it's really hard for me during my day to take breaks. Like, for instance, today I worked nine hours and I actually sat down and took a break and read a little bit of um, Mark Nepo's book, The Book of Awakening, where it's like a daily read thing. And I'm a, a few days behind there. Okay. So I sat for about 10 minutes and read a couple days and then took some notes. And then um, I made lunch and I think I peed twice. And that was it. <laughs> I gave Gita a couple treats. You know, like Gita is the one that she really gets me. To do breaks. She'll sit in the threshold of the office. Yeah. And then she'll look down the hallway and then she'll look at me and she meows. Yes. And I'm like, oh, we just did this. We just did treats. We yes. just had this discussion. Yes. You know, yeah. like, and I do. I'm like, if I give you one more treat, will you stop meowing at mommy? <laughs> so then I'm like, okay, show me what you need to show me. Or show, tell me what you need to tell me. Because she'll be like, rah, 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 having a whole conversation with me. And then she'll trot her little dupa down the hallway and keep looking and like, if I'm coming, mommy coming? And then she'll trot her ass right in front of the treats. <laughs> and then she sits there. Yeah. Or she'll go straight to the bathroom and like jump up on the counter and be like, I want some water. Yeah. You know, so it's either food or water. Yes. So mommy takes the second break too. Like, okay, I'm going to give Gita a little water. Mommy's going to get a little water. Yeah. But, yeah. but that's it. Okay. Like I am so bad. I'm so bad at it. And that's working from home. Were you the same way when you were working in the office? Yes. Wow. So at least Gita's yeah, I'm a consistent. Good, yes. And well, Gita's a good co-worker because she actually forces you to take breaks. Yeah. But they're not intentional breaks. No, you know? it's not planned. Like today I was like, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to. And that's what I said. When you call, I leave the office and I sit in the living room or the dining room, whatever. And then I like intentionally sit. Yes. Yes. Even if it's only for 10 minutes. Yes, yes. But or it's whatever. still not a break. No, it's not. It's enjoyment because like you said, we're talking and we're collaborating and we're sharing ideas and oh, I have exciting news and things like that. But I think it's important for you to schedule breaks. I struggled with that as well. And one thing that worked for me was preparing for a triathlon. I said, how can I really... Well, first of all, 
scared of swimming to some degree. Mm-hmm. I'm a good swimmer now, but it right. still terrifies me. It's still the worst part of my triathlon. Any triathlon I, I do. I think it's a lot of people's. I saw somebody training out there today. Yeah. I yeah. was like, there you go. Yeah. There's somebody training. But it was great because it was a time where the office was extremely busy and I scheduled swim breaks. I would go to the gym, which was about two, you know, two, three blocks away, city blocks, and get a good 40, 45 minute swim in. And it was a break and I came back refreshed. And so... You know, when we started working from home, some of us, I, I found it to be a challenge because I had those same things. You know, mm-hmm. I have dogs and, you know, I can go for a walk with them and it's a joy or they're going to want treats or they're going to want me to turn around and draw a ball to play fetch in mm-hmm. my office. But I still had to be very intentional with my breaks. You know, a lot of folks complain, I don't have the time for this. I don't have the time for piano. I don't have the time to read. I don't have that. Guess what? That's what breaks are for. Um, When I couldn't swim when I was working at the office, my breaks involved me going down to the coffee shop and reading Mm -hmm. or, you know, just watching people walk by. Um, So breaks are actually a part is a component of your ride. So, you know, as instructors, when we're thinking about putting together a playlist of music, and I think we need to touch on that a little bit more too, because I, you know, I have over a hundred songs in this book. Right. You know what I mean? Because I think we're all moved by music. Right. And in a, what we call an active recovery or a full-on break in a ride, the music is a part of that. It's conducive to having a break. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or even in the cool-down, it's usually I'll have Beethoven or Mozart or something like that. I enjoy my breaks, and I think a lot of people forget how to take a break. Yeah, it's it's kind of like, like it, we're conditioned. Agreed, agreed. You know, and it's, I mean, I'm... I don't know if it's frowned upon or whatever, but there's only so much I can do. And I used to say this to the chairman all the time when when the office was still regularly open and I was there. I would say, I'm only good for about nine and a half hours, which is kind of a stupid sentence now that I think about it. Because come on, right? I mean, I've got colleagues that work 37 and a half hours and I'm working nine and a half to 10 hours a day, sometimes more than five days a week. Yes. You know, so... It gets crazy and but I do lose like my brain loses focus and what I'm doing is so hyper focused and I have to be careful of it and I've got to pay attention and then my brain's kind of mushy so I usually you know I'm like I'm only good for you don't want me reviewing documents at hour 10. Because so I will this. give away the farm. Yes. I'll be like, whatever, take it. Go ahead. You, well, you want you that? You just solved your own problem there. You just solved it. Seriously. What? What did I Guess say? Guess what? <laughs> if you had a nine and a half hour day, think about how much more you could accomplish if you took an hour for a break. Think about it. Yeah. I would be more you'll, focused. Yes. You'll replenish. You'll you'll get that focus back. You'll nurture yourself. You know, whether it's meditation, whether it's sitting down and sitting outside and having a snack. My dad... Every day when he worked downtown, he would go to the church, not the Catholic church because they were too loud, he said, but he would go, I think he went to a Methodist church downtown and he would take a nap yeah, at lunch. He was like, it's always me and a couple guys hanging out in the back and I would take a nap. There you go. He's there like, I'd go. eat a half a sandwich and I would take a half hour nap. And I'm like, wow. And I mean, isn't like, that's very common in a lot of cultures. Yes. But not stuff. the American culture. I don't know, but I do know it is necessary to get a break in. 
Yeah. And no matter what you're doing, including your relationships. A lot of people, you know, they get into relationships and they're like, oh, if I, if I, if I don't continue to, you know, do X, Y, and Z, this relationship's going to go to hell. No, it's, it's not. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. And it's a lot of pressure to think that Kylie should work nine and a half hours or more every day. Yeah. Without a break. And, and here's the thing, Kylie, is you are given breaks. Breaks are inherent part of your job. Any type of employment we receive nowadays, there's breaks. So it's of your own doing. Ah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been guilty of it. We've all been guilty of working through lunch hours. You know, systems are acting up or something's happening. Mm-hmm. And you'll be viewed as a better employee if you work through your breaks and so on and so forth. We are Those are all things we tell ourselves. Right. Not only conditioned. Conditioned, but we do it to ourselves. Yes, too. absolutely. Absolutely. And I think we should all strive towards getting to a place where we replenish and we refill our cup. Mm-hmm. We're not working at our best if we're just continuously tinkering and pushing buttons right. or just at a machine continuously or not allowing our brain to to change things up yeah absolutely i i think we'd be better workers if, if we actually took breaks yeah I, pro- I mean i probably would be more efficient more efficient yeah 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 and you probably would, wouldn't feel so stressed and i know we did the sort of work and talking and sort of about your job and how you feel burned out mm-hmm. guess what you're burned out but sometimes it's self-imposed mm-hmm. you know and i've learned that I'll, I'll take some of the responsibility for that. Yeah. I mean, if use Outlook. Like I said, I use technology. Yeah. I, you know, I need I'm to, not, I need to okay. learn those little, those little yes. hacks. Yeah. Know, that's, I mean, your book's all about the hacks. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. I put in breaks into my day on my calendar. Sometimes I may go a little over before to, you know, uh, you'll get the notification 15 minutes, you know, this appointment, which is usually a break, 10 minutes, five minutes, you mm-hmm. know, and then you have to dismiss it because you're on a call or you're right into something. And But I make sure I get that break in. I do. It's, it's smart. And I coach folks who have mm-hmm. reported to me to get their breaks in. Yeah. Yeah. I need to get better at that. I need to. And I don't want to keep giving get a treats. Yeah, yeah. Even though she deserves them because she's a good baby. Yes, there's pockets of our day where, and you and I have had this discussion about filling up space, you know, time Mm -hmm. and so on, that we don't have to fill all our time. Yeah. Yeah. And a break doesn't have to be something you work towards or work in. You know what I mean? Like I, you know, at some points I was like, oh, during my break I could possibly do this or do that. Or you could just sit. Or other passions or interests. Yeah, you could just sit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I said I wanted to read more. I do. Mm Mm-hmm drawing those breaks yeah I, I need to get i need to get better at it yeah so yeah i suck at it i've been sucking at that for a while but so one other thing you know one thing that you did talk about that i do implement i think and i started implementing after i read your book and i think i've successfully done this and i've, I've continued to do it um i just did it the other day you talk about taking your weekend back Yes. And doing like quick things to actually give yourself more time. So do you want to talk a little bit about that before I tell you how I've implemented it? Sure. A little bit about being prepared. In other words, like like saying, okay, what do I need to do? You know, what what is a priority? So on and so forth. Uh, I think you're talking about what I mentioned earlier about cleaning. Yes. The quick clean. Yes. You know. um, Because you know I like to clean. Absolutely. And I can't recall 
where it is at, where I write about it, but I remember reading a par- apartment therapy, an article in there where someone said, mentioned about cleaning in 15 to 20 minutes. You know, like I mentioned earlier, uh, just going around and quickly doing a quick sweep of everything. And so it's kind of basically an interval, right? Mm-hmm. Like in fitness, we have high intensity intervals. So if I'm not teaching a spin class and we're talking about a high intensity interval training class, a hit class that may be doing push-ups for 30 seconds mm-hmm. and then 15 seconds of rest. Okay. And then push-ups 30 seconds, 15 seconds of rest. Okay. Or you take push-ups for 30 seconds mm-hmm. and then 15 jumping jacks, right? Okay. Push-ups, a little bit more difficult, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's like 30 minutes. That's the, like I mentioned earlier, cleaning the bathroom, cleaning the kitchen, cleaning out the fridge, stuff like that. Whereas those jumping jacks, which aren't easy for everyone, but you can always do modifications. Yeah, you don't have to have yeah. your hands go above your head, right? It, you can do like half jacks yeah. or and whatever. Yeah, you could just step it out. You don't actually right. have to jump. You know, you can quickly dust something. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, even if you took a minute of your day to do a quick cleanup, right? you'd be surprised what you can accomplish in a minute. Yeah, and what I found myself doing, and I did this, um, I had like a really crazy day, and I need to like defrag after work. I don't just shut it off instantly. You know, so sometimes I'll cook and like dance around the kitchen or whatever. But in this particular day, I was like, you know what? I've been needing to clean the bathroom floors. Yes. And because I had done everything else except for the, the floor, and I needed to like take the brush and go quickly to the toilet. You know, and do that. And so I did it and it was like 20 minutes and it allowed me to like get my mind off of it, you know, and it also allowed me to not have to worry about it and add it to my weekend chore list. Yes. Yes. You know, so because then it's like daunting, like, yeah, I know I need to clean my whole house, you know, and I should probably be cleaning it more. But now that I'm older, I do it in stages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. And then last weekend I did the, the kitchen counters where you talked about cleaning the counters and going through papers and stuff like that. Like I, I started at the smallest part of the counter. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And then just whisked everything off of there and cleaned it really quick. And But then I was able to do the rest of them and it, it took me like 15 minutes. Perfect. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, this is done now. And now, yeah. I can, now I feel like, okay, I did a little bit for the house. Now I can do a little bit for this or a little bit for that. Absolutely. You know, it's interesting because I see people that I work with and we all multitask. Yes. You know, and some folks were in our Zoom meetings and we're having intense conversations and we're actually building strategies and re- reviewing, you know, whatever it is we're doing. But I find that people are folding laundry as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, I mean, I, folding laundry is kind of mindless. Like, yeah, I think absolutely. you can do that easily yes. and still take part of a conversation. As a matter of fact, we could be folding laundry right now. I actually have some in the dryer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when you're thinking about laundry, for example, um, I know some folks who do laundry and they take it right out of the dryer and then they draw it on a counter. And oh. then they're running around. I feel like I might know those folks. Oh yeah, and grabbing <laughs> socks or whatever they may need. And then they do another load of laundry. Mm-hmm. And then it goes onto that counter. But what they've essentially done is they've They've created, just kind of moved the, the pile. Yeah, the pile, but they've also created a, a larger chore. Right, because small, they haven't, they haven't one load, tackled it. Now it becomes it. two loads, right? Right. Yes, and so it's like, there's these smaller shorts that exist mm-hmm. that you can quickly do. Right. You know what have, I mean? have you ever 
done your laundry, washed it, taken it out of the dryer, folded it, and put it away in the same day. Yes, I have. I feel super accomplished when I do that. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. Like, I don't do it all the time. Yes. And I do, like, I find myself doing that more with, like, towels. Yes. Because yes. it's easier. Yeah. But I you think know? it's because we're but spoiled. We have, you know, a long, you know, washing I'm machine. I'm very spoiled. And dryer in our homes. I love it. But you remember when we lived in big apartment buildings where you had to, God, you had to save your quarters. quarters and then finish up your laundry right there. Yes, or Which, you, like, or you even had to stay by the machines. Remember, yes. you have to do that so yeah. nobody steals your stuff. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why somebody wants my panties, but somebody <laughs> would steal stuff. Absolutely, but I found it easier. You you had these big tables, you know. Like yeah. I personally still love to go to the laundromat if I can. You know, like especially. Do you if like I'm the laundromat, to... like with the bar in it? No, no, just a real laundromat. Yeah. Where do you go? Um, There's one at Estes and Clark because yeah. I used to live across the street. Yeah, I like the one in Rogers Park here, the Tide one. Yeah. There's there's another one. I see a lot of people, and I feel badly for them because I see them going down the street with the big bags. Yes. And I was like, oh, those poor people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but they're getting it done. They are. They're getting it done. And and they're getting, getting folded. It, they're getting it all done at once. And then it's folded. It can, yes, that's go home, true. And it gets in the drawers and all of that. Yeah, because then I would only do it. I would end up doing it like once every three weeks, yeah, yeah. you know, so it was like a project once every three weeks and, yeah. you know, you could get it done, but then you don't have to do it for three more weeks, Yeah, absolutely. you know, which was nice. Absolutely. You know, and now yeah. I always ha kind of have just a rolling pile yeah. in yeah. the dryer or in the whatever. And, and, and especially with Gita, you know, if she's puking on something or something, I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, for me with, you know, working in fitness as well, my laundry's being done every other day. It's con I'm constantly doing laundry. Right. Yeah. With all the runs I do. Right. Because you're constantly. Yeah. It's a bunch of workout clothes. Yeah. That's what my, well, I mean, I, I, I don't work out nearly as much as you do, but I have the same attire yeah. all the time as leggings and a t-shirt or leggings and a long sleeve shirt or whatever. So I am constantly doing that. That load of laundry is the same load of laundry almost all yeah. the time. Actually, and then sometimes yes. I throw in towels and sheets, and then that's a different load. But that's pretty much it, yeah. you know. So well, for me also because I'm a minimalist, yeah. <clears throat> so I don't have a lot of clothes. Yes. I try yeah. to maintain, you know. So you're seeing the same T-shirt over and over. Again. I don't notice. <laughs> well, because all I wear are black T-shirts. I know. Like I don't even like I don't even think about it. You know. Yeah, I've kind of been on a mission lately to get different T-shirts. So yeah. I actually just bought a few T-shirts. Nice. I was like, oh my gosh, because I used to have such fun t-shirts. I like different t-shirts. Yeah. So I actually just bought some. And I was like, nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I find nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a dork. So no, I, I think your book will be very beneficial for a lot of people. Okay. Um, and I, I think it's great that you wrote it. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate so that. do you have it questions? It was a labor of love. It was. I know. And I liked helping you through it. Not that I'm not taking any credit for any of it. Please do not misconstrue. But I did like our conversations about it because you yes. were doing that as I was doing starting the podcast, podcast and starting the podcast. And we held, held each other accountable. Yeah. Yeah. And every week you'd be like, I want to do this many this many words a day. And I was like, okay, yes. let's go find you a word counter. Do you remember those cards? And you would yes. call, you called me at like six in the morning all the time. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, I'm awake. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> But that was, to me, that was like, it was fun. Yeah, absolutely. It was really fun. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought about the process, how we were talking about your podcast and setting up a schedule and mm -hmm. seeing how our work experience, our professional lives was able to help both of us. 
you yeah. know, as we started to plan, you know, and go our own way with our own projects and so on and so forth, but seeing where we can meet and chat through some ideas. I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful and I'm like amazed and excited for you. Like I mentioned that you made a full year of podcast. That's I know. incredible. And I you've can... grown. Your podcast has changed. It has. From what it initially started with. And I think that you're providing a good service to the community. To I hope so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I've and I've said it before, but I do have people that are like, I really liked this or I really liked this. And, and I, have a, I have a dear friend who makes comments all the time after every single episode. Yes. She's like, oh my God, you make me feel so normal. I'm like, well, yeah, because it's all normal. Yes. Or, you absolutely. know, like I mean, that's a terrible word, but you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, like I, I love getting that kind of feedback. Okay. So I think it's great. Nice. Yeah. And what's important is you and I held each other accountable. Yes. So. Yeah. And we... you talk about accountability in your book. Yes, I do. My friend Lauren, she's pretty amazing and held me accountable when I became a spin instructor, as a matter of fact. And not only that is, you know, the running group, Chicago Brunching Bandits, we uh-huh. hold each other accountable, so on and so forth. But um, I don't want to talk about that necessarily, but what I do, because you mentioned, you know, we talked and I said I had some questions for you or yeah, what some are your, insights. What are your questions um, for me? I don't know. I don't know what these are, so. So your last <laughs> episode, you talked about stepmoms and you talked about how, and you and I had this conversation outside of the episode and how, you know, I, I reached out to you and I said, happy Mother's Day. And Thank you. I appreciate it. You're that. welcome. And that you were kind of like sad or annoyed or feeling some type of emotion because not everyone recognizes it that you are a mom, first right. of all. And that not everyone, you know, because you're divorced now and the children are you know, your ex-husband's children, but right. you were their mom for many, many years. Yeah. And one of the things that struck me, and I talk about uh, James Clear and Uh Atomic Habits and how he talks about folks who are, you know, when they're trying to quit cigarettes and someone walks up to a person and they're like, hey, would you like a cigarette? And a person responds for person number one says, "Uh, no, I'm trying to quit, you know, smoking. And person number two says, I hate, no, I'm a non-smoker. I I don't smoke. I don't smoke. And that's interesting because I ran into a friend that I run into all the time when I'm walking my dog. And mm-hmm. coincidentally, today, and he doesn't have a dog, but mm-hmm. I always run into him on his smoke break. He works from home. Oh, okay. Yeah, and he, it, it was interesting because he said, um, we're talking through his window. So he's okay. not even outside, right? Okay. And he's, he's like, I was like, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. He's like, oh, because I quit smoking. And he said it with such confidence that I was very excited for him because he, it was a resounding, yes, I am a non-smoker. And the thing about it, Kylie, is you will always be a mom. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So don't question that. So, you know, that's, you know, that's something that I was challenged with when I listened to that episode, the last Mm -hmm. episode episode 31 i think that uh and then you talked a little bit about stepmom and why Uh does it exist and so on and so forth yeah i think i thought that was interesting yeah yeah absolutely and why is a stepmom the villain you know right um in the disney one guy had a bad experience a thousand years ago (laughs) or a girl or a girl exactly yeah Yeah, that's that's what i said somebody had a bad experience but it also makes for a good story yes you know and not only that is you got to think about children of the divorce aren't mm-hmm. always going to be ready to accept the co-parent 
whether it no. be stepmom or stepfather. Right, of course. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but it was very emotional for you, I know, because of the relationship you have with your mom and then having your niece ask about, will you come to this event next right. year? Right, Mom's Day. Mom's Day and um, having that recognition. But I just wanted to oh, tell you too. that your feelings are valid. But just remember, you're always going to be a mom. You're always going to be a mom, and you yeah. still are, and these kids love you, and you're a big part of their lives. You you know, the communion recently, graduation okay. parties coming up, so on and so forth, and I hope you grow with that. I hope that, recognize that. Once again, I, like I, I mentioned, sometimes we condition ourselves. You said we're conditioned. Right. I'm a better employee if I work through lunch breaks. Right. Get rid of that narrative. Get rid of this yeah, narrative that, of right? what other people are thinking about stepmoms or I'm totally what, crying. I see it, and, and <laughs> you know, and that narrative of you know. Oh, sorry, that was my. I'm only <laughs> identified as a mom if people recognize me for it, because people are going to have their own opinions. If you're a true. mom, you're a mom. Yeah, that's very Done true. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a hard. Out. It's definitely like a different thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, and it's absolutely. obviously it's changed as I've gotten older and I've done the role and I have the role and I've had different roles, different phases of it in my life, yeah. different, you know, so. And it doesn't change because of divorce. It just, the no. dynamics may change, but the role does not change. True. Yeah. Yeah. And I did, you know, it's a little, and I mean, these are, these are things that I'm still coming up against Yeah. and like dealing with. You know, like I made a comment to my ex about the um, confirmation yes, and going and not going and stuff like that. And I said, well, I'm going to be there yeah. because I'm his stepmom. Yeah, absolutely. And I will always be a stepmom. Yeah. So I'll be at the big stuff for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And that kind of just shut down the conversation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it's definitely new territory for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you're a runner as well, right? Yeah. You know, these are things we say. I'm a runner. I'm a runner. You know? Yeah. And I'm a podcaster. That's the note that, like, where you had talked about that in the book, about yeah. the smoker, not spoker. Yeah. I actually, like, wrote a little note to myself. I, I don't know what exactly what the page was, but I said, I'm trying to change this. But I used to say I do the podcast as a side gig, like, as a hobby. Yeah. And I want to start saying I'm a podcaster. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I am. You are. Right? Yeah, yeah. I'm a podcaster. From the moment you made the You're first an podcast. author. <laughs> You're an author. Yeah, it's kind of That's weird. a big deal. Big time. Big time. <laughs> Absolutely. That's a big deal. That's such a big deal. Yeah, we'll see what happens next. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So do you have any other questions for me? Let's see. So we talked about, talked about accountability. Oh, I do have a question because I mentioned you in a book. I mentioned my friend. Yes, I, I was like, this is me, he's talking about me. Yes, who takes <laughs> photographs and uh, sends them to the running group and so on and so forth. And I mentioned, I asked in the book, whether or not you feel accountable to mm -hmm. send this photo of beautiful Lake Michigan to all of us every morning. I don't. Okay. I, I don't, and it's, you know, I get a lot of feedback from you guys, and it's kind of my way to say good morning, because... You know, you're my chosen family. Yes. You know, I also send the pictures to whomever I'm flirting with at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a random mixed hodgepodge of people. Yeah. <laughs> I get, also get the message, get yeah, that text absolutely. message in the picture for the day or whatever. But um, I try to hold myself accountable. 
Okay. For going out there. Okay. You know, but the picture itself is kind of, it's something I want to share with you guys. Yes. Because I have this amazing body of water that's right by my house. Yes. So it's something I try to share. And I I used to, um, I think I've talked about this in other episodes. I really started taking pictures on my way to the train. I remember that. You know, and um, because I was like, there's so much beautiful stuff around me in my life, in my marriage was crap. So I'm like, I have to focus on the good stuff because there's a lot of good stuff. Yes. I don't want to get stuck in the, in the muck. Yes. You know, absolutely. and then during COVID, I would go out to the beach twice a day. Yes. But I mean, I was obviously in an active divorce. Yes. You know, so yes. it was my sanctuary and, and I like taking the pictures. Yes. I mean, I'm the type, type of person who squats down on the ground and takes the shot because I'm like, oh, that would be a really cool angle. Yes. Yeah. So I come back dirty and sandy and all those things. That's why, that's why there's sand all over my house. But um, I don't really feel accountable to you guys to take it. I feel accountable to me. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, yes, absolutely makes you sense. You know, so yeah. I like sharing it with you because you guys enjoy it. And, and I love it when, when, you know, sometimes Lynn will share a picture from her, from her view, which yes. she's got an amazing, amazing view. Amazing view yes. Or somebody else would be like, I saw this today. And I think like Lori right now, Lori and Larry are on this amazing trip. Like yes. send, you know, Alaska, like, yeah, like send the pictures. pictures and let's, let's share in it. So I want to share that. Yes. But I don't feel like there's days, you know, I, usually I sleep in normally on Fridays. I'll yes. sleep in a little bit and I won't make it to the beach. Yes. I don't feel bad about not making it to the beach and not sending you guys a picture. Yeah. I just feel like I had to sleep in. Yeah, absolutely. You know? okay. okay. And you guys, sometimes I get a little text message like, where's the thing? And I'm like, sorry, I've been a little bit stuck in something yes. or whatever. Or if I have to go to the office, I'm not going to go to the beach and... You know, yeah. but I, um, I want to share it. Well, it's a, it's but, a, it's a big, it's a nice start to my day as well. When, yeah. You know, and you are, you're all, I know you're awake cause you're answering within <laughs> seconds. Absolutely. Yes. And sometimes I go much later. Yes. And like sometimes during the, the weekends or something, I'll be like, here's the lake today, you know, yeah. but I mean, it's, it's just beautiful and I'm able to share it with you guys and I want to do that. So yeah. I love it. I love it too. I'm I'm actually thinking I want to do a calendar of all the pictures. I think you should. Yeah, because I've got pictures for every single day. And like the days that I've missed, yes, I've pulled that date from last year. Yeah. I'm like, well, is isn't today, but here's today's date from last year. Which is great. I think you should do a comparison. That like would be how cool. It looked last year to how it looks this year. Oh, you know, it's Chicago so it's so different so this random. year. We have random weather. Yeah, yeah, the beach is so like the actual. Like where the beach is and oh, where the, the shape. water begins. Yes, where the water is where this the year. All of that. It's so different this year. Wow. Like wow. it's really, really low. I yeah. Love it. I love it. And right now the water is like super crystal clear. You can totally see the bottom. Yeah. You know, from the edge that. of the from the edge of the little piers, you can totally see the bottom and it's like it's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're so lucky. We are. We're really lucky. And I, and and you and I are lucky because we live so close. Yes. Yes. You know. Yes. But, I mean, obviously, we designed our life that way. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I live close to the lake for a reason. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so this is a, a weird thing. Yes. I went and got my cards read the summer of, this is going back. Yes. The summer of 2006. Okay. I came back to the States for a little while, and I went to a random street fair in Washington, D.C. Yes. 
I think. And I had my cars read. And the woman said, you're going to live next to a body of water that you've never lived next to. And it's going to completely change your life. And so I thought, of course, I'm going to go either East Coast or West Coast when I come home. And it'll be like something different because I'm from Chicago and I've lived in Chicago and that's the body of water I know, you know. But I didn't think about it until I was living a half a block off the beach. Yes. When I came home and finally got a job and everything and moved right by the beach. And I was like, well, I'm going to start running on the beach. and I'm going to start doing yoga on the beach and all those things. And it completely changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. So everything she said was true. Absolutely. It just happened to be where I'm from. Yeah. Which yeah. I didn't think about at the yeah. time. Isn't that yeah. weird? Yeah. So in proximity, you're yeah. so much closer. Yeah. yeah. I was right across the street. Yeah. So yeah. I used to trot my little happy dupa out there at like five in the morning and do <laughs> yoga. I love it. Yeah. Honestus. Yeah. Yeah. I would just go right across the street and do yoga on the beach. I remember. By that myself. Apartment. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> Sometime random kids would be like, are you doing yoga? I'm like, I am. Do you want to do yoga with me? <laughs> they were adorable. This one little girl did yoga with me one day. It was so cute. Amazing. So thank you so much. I- any other questions or we're good? No, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> we could talk all night. I know, right? Yes. Thank you so much for doing episodes 33 and 32 with me. Excellent. Yes. So happy um, to be a part of it. I think, you know, for the listeners, if you want some good tips and tricks and hacks, you know, to be more efficient in your life, get a copy of Rico's book. You know, working it out, a spin instructor's guide to creating playlists for efficiency in your work, home, and personal life. You will not be disappointed. If you liked this episode, hit the thumbs up, subscribe, tell your friends, and write me a review. Yay! If you'd like to get a hold of me, oh wait, how do they get a hold of you? Oh, at this time, jump on Instagram. Look for Working It Out by J. Rico Blanco. That's my handle. Underscore, underscore, underscore. And of course, I will tag you in all of these things. Absolutely, absolutely. And then at this time, the book is available on Amazon. Uh, That's both, so cool. You know, in print, uh, paperback, and on Kindle. So I'm really excited. What about um, bookstores? Are you in bookstores? Book we're, we're getting there. I went to a bookstore the other day to sort of prompt them to order my book okay. and sort of sell myself because that's what it's all about. Uh, yeah, so and I have some more exciting things down the line that I can't mention right now. But I think that um, if you start to follow my Instagram, mm-hmm. working it out... J underscore Rico underscore Blanco. You'll be a part of that. And I got some exciting giveaways coming up. Oh, that's so exciting. So I'm really excited about the stuff that I have coming down the line. Good for you. Good for you. So if you would like to get a hold of me, my socials are mkylied. My email is fixherup01 at gmail.com. My voicemail is 773-236-1112. And my website is www.fixherup.net. Thanks again for listening, and thank you, Rico, for being on my show with me. I love you so much. Yay! So thanks a lot. Take care. See you guys in a couple weeks. Poopeach.